Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show, uh, the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, and we are here today just as always bringing you interesting people and things that they go through and things that can help other people or inspire them or help people to get, get through certain things in their life. So we have a beautiful lady on the phone who's been trying to reach me for a while. I've been busy, as you guys and my fans know. I'm always out here grinding and always trying to make a way every day. That's why you get 365 tries a year. Every day you got a shot to do what yeah. you need to do. So, young lady, let's, let's bring my, my audience up to speed. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell them what you wrote me, and then we'll rock it from there. Yes, sir. My name is Andrea Michelle King, and I'm a United States Air Force veteran. I'm a former military police officer who served honorably at Moody Air Force Base in Valdosta, Georgia, under the 347th Squadron Police Squadron. Um, what I reached out to T.K. Uh, Kirkland about is, well, first of all, the reason why I reached out to him is because I admire him as a comedian. His craft, like he's, he's hilarious. I'm a big, big fan of comedy. Comedy is very healing, and I, I do appreciate you for, for doing what you do. Um, I love your craft. Um, but also, I was following a, a, a certain person on Vlad, and I happened to come across on YouTube, it popped up, uh, T.K. Kirkland was speaking personally. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I looked into what you were speaking about, and you were talking about a woman that accused you in the state of Georgia of rape. She falsely accused you of rape, and she was found to be a liar and found guilty, and you went uh, to the extent of uh, prosecuting her because of the 25-year-to-life sentence that that charge uh, carried if you were convicted. Right. Um, so I, I do commend you as a man for doing that because that, that's very hard to do because of the stigma of being a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I, do, I do commend you for doing that. So as I watched that story about you speaking personally as a person, as a man, um, I started to follow you a little bit more outside of comedy, and, and you seem to be the truth. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you speak about, you know what I mean? I've heard truth and God in what you say as a man outside yeah. of comedy. There's always a, 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 a humorous undertone, which I love that because you can reach a lot of people with humor. Right. Um, my current situation is that I have a childhood friend by the name of Brandon Jamal Baker who is serving a 75-year-to-life uh, sentence in a, a prison in San Diego, uh, California. Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, I want to just let you guys know that when he reached out to me on social media, Brandon Baker, he reached out to me on social media. The first thing I did was I judged him. I said, oh, you're back in jail again. And he said, I never got out. So I, I, had, I was convicted within myself, and I said, you never got out for a home invasion where nobody died. I said, did somebody die? He said, no. He said, Andrea, nobody died. You know, we did. Him and two other gentlemen uh, went into someone's home and, and basically to rob them. Mm-hmm. He did the crime, and he's doing the time, but the time does not fit the crime. The right. reason why he, he got the time is because uh, the plea deal was 28 years to life. Um, it was 28 years to life. That was the plea deal. And for a home invasion for an 18-year-old man to plead to 28 years when he hadn't been alive for 28 years, he just couldn't see it. So right. if he challenged the justice system, you know what I'm saying, they threw the book at him. Now, he is a black man, but if he was not a black man, 
he would not have got that sentence. If oh, absolutely. If this was a crime that a white person got, they would have got six to ten years right. uh, maximum. Or high probation. Or even that, you know, but but at the maximum, he would have got six to ten years as, as if he was not an African American man. Yes. Um, and they the 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 deal with that is is that because he's black and he lived in a certain area, they attach a gang uh, uh, affiliation with uh, the crime, which he's mm -hmm. not a gang member. He's just a black person that committed a crime. He was wrong for doing the crime. Yes, he was. He will tell you he was wrong. He deserved to go to jail. But the time that he got was not right. So since I, I, I judged him and I, I assumed that he was in jail again, which he never got out, I started to get involved and look at his case myself as a okay. former military police officer. Right. So over doing that, I realized that there's a lot of problems and discrepancies with his case. Um, so um, I, I, I'm still currently dealing with that situation. So uh, also I would like to share... Um, is now, wait for a second. Wait, 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 before we go on something else. So what okay. are you trying to do when you look at his case and you see flaws? Mm -hmm. What direction are you going to take to try to help them to better that situation? Because you need financing, you need money yes, to do what you need to do, correct? Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I have to, um, do, and, and this is a big key in prison form of what happened with him. So to go deeper into his story is Brent, Brandon Jamal Baker, um, he was diagnosed with ADD uh, when he was a child. Right. So if he had attention deficit disorder, why did his lawyer not have him psychologically evaluated to even understand were you able to mentally or, or were you mentally capable of understanding the plea deal? All he saw was 28 years, and he's only been alive for 18 years. He went to jail when he was 18 years old, so he wasn't mentally capable of even understanding the plea deal without proper psychological evaluation. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. to give someone a plea deal, you need to be psychologically evaluated to see if you're psychologically able to understand what they're offering you before you challenge the justice system. This is bigger than Brandon Baker, ladies and gentlemen. Right. It's bigger. It's bigger. Right. It's bigger. But, um, you know, we, I have to address the, the little issues before I get to the bigger issues. Okay. The bigger okay. issue is always in perspective, so we can get back to that if that's okay with you, sir. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I'm going to let you uh, okay. go. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, also, what I would like to tell uh, your audience is that I am a rape survivor. So mm -hmm. I'm a woman that has been offended by somebody that violated me. A dealer celebrity pulled me in the backseat of my car and raped me. Okay. And I did not press charges against this person. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because God told me to stay away from this person. So okay. I felt guilty that I didn't listen and be obedient to God, so I dealt with it. Okay. I got counseling, I dealt with it myself, and I know what happens to men when they go to jail and they're accused or convicted of being raped. So I never oh, yeah. want that to happen even to my worst enemy. If I was mm -hmm. obedient and got away from the person and never in, in, entertained or, or was around the person, this never would have happened to me. So I had to own my part in my disobedience with, okay. with what was in my spirit. So right. I'm a rape survivor. It's mm -hmm. okay, it's okay. But I'm a rape survivor, so also as a woman, for another woman to come out and say that a man threatened to rape you, or a man did rape you and didn't rape, and he didn't rape you, like that's very personal to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, so getting back to to the story of Brandon Jamal Baker, um, I had over time become friends with him, and he's actually my best friend. So. 
I'm not only representing my best friend, but I'm seeking to get my best friend out of incarceration. He's, he's been there too long. He did the, yeah. he did the crime. He overly is serving the time, but he's also serving time for people that he's going to help people avoid the prison system. If you guys right. just follow now, let me along. ask you a question, if, if I may. I, yes, I know you said you got raped by a celebrity, and I want to know what does that have to do with Brandon? Well, it has to do with Brandon because um, I, prior to this woman coming out saying this, I told Brandon about the situation, and also I knew Brandon when we were we were in high school. Okay, um, so let me dissect again. So I didn't hear that part then. So maybe that's confused. So you brought up the rape thing because someone said that Brandon, uh, someone Brandon raped someone. No, 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 no. I, I okay, okay. When I was in high school, and, and I'm, I'm not to, to toot my own horn, but I'm, I'm good eye candy. You know okay. what I'm saying? So a lot right. of boys used to follow me home. A lot of boys used to uh, sexually intimidate me. And Brandon was the person to tell you or to make sure that you backed up or left me alone. No, me, right. no, leave me alone. I used okay. to be harassed by boys, and boys would lie on their dicks or, or whatever you want to say, you know, create stories or, or try to drag me, my name in the mud. You okay. know what I'm saying? So Brandon okay. was somebody that always had my front and my back, even at, in high school. Okay. So so it, it's a little more personal to me. I, I just can't walk away from the situation because right. of, our, of our history. Mm-hmm. And he's always stood up for me in ways that I wasn't able to stand up for myself as a woman. Okay. Okay, you know I got I mean? it now. Okay, okay. go ahead. So, so, um, so I, I, prior to this woman coming out saying this, I had told Brandon about the situation with this celebrity that had, you know, violated me and so on and so forth. This woman had not came out and told her story yet. I was just telling Brandon something that happened to me over the years and how right. I got through it, you know, because it's a part of who I am and my testimony yes. as a person. So um, actually a few days later, this woman pops up on the news and she's making these allegations and so on and so forth. And, um, they they did find the cell phone on Brandon. So Brandon was found with a cell phone, which in jail is considered as contraband. Mm-hmm. So they went into his cell, they tore apart his cell, and they found the cell phone. Now, what this woman is alleging is that from his cell, with the cell phone, um, he accused her, he started, to, he befriended her on Facebook or started inboxing her on Messenger saying that, hey, girl, you're looking good, and so on and so forth. And, you know, then she claimed, oh, I don't, and, and if you look at the story, I think I forwarded you the story uh, of, from Channel 10 News that was done uh, on, on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she did not know who Brandon Baker was. He started inboxing her, saying that you're looking good, and then he threatened to rape her, and that he would be out in a month, and then he brought up her child. So... To go back to the whole story is, first of all, this woman is a liar, and I know that she's a liar for the simple fact that she sent Brandon Baker a friend request, okay? She Mm -hmm. was waving at Brandon Baker. I have the screenshots. I have the the password to his Facebook account. I have all of these things um, documented that that there's a paper trail behind this woman. You know what I'm saying? Okay, right. So who this woman is, and I asked Brandon, I said, how do you know her? You know, if I'm going to get involved in this, how do you know her? Brandon's girlfriend at the time, uh, her name is Laura Baker. He was Mm -hmm. uh, seeing a woman by the name of Laura Baker. Laura Baker has three children with a man named Travis Neal. 
Travis Neal is married to this woman by the name of Christina Neal that made this story up and called the news station and the prison. Okay. She knows who he is. So why lie and say, if you don't know who he is, you know, the rest of the story is nonsense as well. Right. She's a liar. Let me tell you something. She broke the girl code. Yes, sir. Let me tell you from where I sit today. Yes, sir. From everything I've seen and heard in my lifetime, from man law to woman code, it doesn't fly, babe. Nobody gives a fuck. From Nipsey Hustle, everything that he did for people, I could give you so many other reasons why you have to say fuck it and take care of your own. Because I tell people all the time, you think, I, I love that Nipsey did what he's supposed to do for the people. But I also love that he was around to live to 80 years old to raise his own children. Because this will fade one day. Just like the Martin Luther Kings. Just like the Malcolm X's. And what I try to explain to all my fans who are listening is to avoid getting in trouble because the system is not made for us. Absolutely. I went to I went to go see enemies against us, the girl with Taji. Taji and Nick. Taraji. Taraji. Whatever mm-hmm. her last name is. And it was about you know integrate segregation. You know, I think segregation. When they want to put kids in I don't think it's segregation. What's the word, babe? When they try to put people in school together, black and whites. Integration. Integration. My damn mind is I'm kind of tired. But watch where I'm going with this. Integration. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a movie. And blacks wanted to go to school with white people because they was behind, right? Mm-hmm. But it was the worst thing that ever happened. Because we was following white people. They were able to teach us their history. From Christopher Columbus to George Washington, white president, there was nobody teaching us our own history. And this is why we hate each other, because we don't know who we are. This is why we tear each other down, because we don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the worst things I saw in this movie because we were striving to be like them where we should have been trying to get together to do our own thing. But I also see this, the the other side. We didn't have the money at that time to really do our own thing or our mindsets wasn't right to have our own schools because we should have kept it all black. We should have kept it all white because blacks have suffered in the long run from the feminist movement to integration to the law to the law we have laws and we're going to lose even more because they're still changing the laws as we speak they took the we game from us to make it legal Mm-hmm. There's truly nothing left 
but to really get an education and really and try even, to. And, and even in getting an education, you know, we've created a lot of debt running after the white man's education. You're right. And you still can't get the job. So now yep. you want you, we're having this conversation, and I was trying to keep it on the lowest level possible, but on the even bigger scale is that, you know, um, there's a movement that I'm a part of that is seeking reparations from the government because no matter what we do, they still owe us. And they never admitted they can, they can, they didn't even consider us a whole person. But okay. Con- so let me Congress, pause a second. Congress, me... wait a minute. Congress uh-huh. issued a letter of apology for slavery. What are y'all sorry for if we weren't people? So once right. they admitted that they were sorry, they admitted they did something wrong. They owe us. They have to give it to us. The United Nations came out and said that they owe us. They need to give it to us. They okay. have to give it to us. They so have two to- things. So two things. Mm-hmm. One, the next time you interrupt me, please say excuse me. Yes, sir. Okay. Second is they ain't going to give a shit, hon. And don't think that they are. They not. They'll give Indians... They'll give the motherfuckers with the dot on their forehead. They'll give every race everything that they want, except Mexicans, because they're fighting for it. But they'll still one day get more than what we ever had. I just don't know why they hate us so much. I well, don't I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you why. Okay, I'm listening. No, no, I'm, I have to show you why. I can explain to you why, and I don't want to explain to you right now on 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 air because there's certain things there's there's things that have to happen in order. And I've already said too much because we've got away from what 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 we're. Yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna circle. About. We're gonna circle right back. What I'm okay. trying to say. But I have to. Sh- I can't. I can tell you, but I have to. Sh- I have to. I can. I have to show you. you okay. Understand what I'm so saying? here's our thing, right? What I would like Afro-American men to do, why anybody's doing crime, anybody's doing hustle, to really start trying to go legit because the system is so fucked up that you can't get out. Mm -hmm. You can't get out unless you go to the trial with an attorney, a paid attorney, which most most blacks do not have. Yes, sir. You doomed. I was in a situation not too long ago that I was being tested. That's the word I'm going to use. Tested. Not to crack this person upside their motherfucking head. It was that serious. And I will be talking about this in the near future on my show. I just wanted to wait until certain certain things are done. But I I was tested, honey. My discipline that I tell people for years, control your emotions, was tested at its best. And I was so afraid that I was going to fail. I was so afraid that I was going to be locked up and everything I worked hard for, you, my fans, who believe in me, I was going to let you guys down because of this pressure, because of what this person had did to me. And it was crazy because once I thought about it, I said, you know what? It was only words. They stole from me. I said, I could get it back. So I thank God that I didn't crack this motherfucker upside the head. 
and put my life in jeopardy because they was not worth it, right? So what I'm telling my fans, I'm telling you, we have to prevent people from getting in there. Now, your effort towards brand is, is, is noted. High on, I respect you for it. And maybe you could get them out. Maybe you could get them out. But with the, it's going to take, so it might take a lifetime, but you're going to need financial and a serious commitment to achieve what you talk about from trying to prove the cell phone and the girl is lying to the other case him doing 75 years to life, and he went in at 18. How old is he now? 37. He's 37? Yes, sir. Yeah, God bless him. So he's already spent over 19, 18 years in? 19 years in. He's 19 years. He's for the first time in 19 years. Yeah, now, if I'm not mistaken, he said you said he was going up for parole, and this woman did this so that they would not grant him parole, correct? Yes, yes. She's claiming that he's a threat to society. That's now, has he went up yet for it? Not yet, and that's why I reached out to you because, you know, at this point in time, all he has is a public defender, and I'm trying to seek a criminal uh, lawyer and, and asking for uh people to donate in order to, to help the situation because her coming out saying this makes it worse than right. just going now, up only, facing now the she's only, Yeah, now she's only one person, but I could tell you, I don't think my, my audience is going to give money, but I could tell you what we can do. I think that we can make phone calls. I think that we can send emails on my behalf now. In my, also in my lifetime, I've been taken. Let me think about me by taken. As I've gotten older, as I've done things, I've been almost murdered twice. Um, I thought the person was cool with me. These two people thought it was cool with me. Not close, but close. I had a woman betrayed me with phenomenal lies because I had my heart is big and I try to give and do for people. Okay. But I've been taking advantage of so my trust level is at an all-time low, right? All-time low. Now, I don't know, Brandon. I want to say because you reached out to me, young lady, and you're trying to make this effort to get this brother out, this is what we want to do. But this man could be guilty. This man could be guilty of everything that we're talking about. But because of you saying it, doesn't make it right or doesn't make it wrong. But what I have to do is go off faith. And what I mean by that is, damn, do I believe her or is the man guilty of every fucking thing she said to me? And that's hard in today's world to trust someone. Because we are guilty before you even get into court once the shit hit the news. We are guilty before we try to prove that we're innocent. We're guilty. Yes. I'm in and that he's, situation. he's guilty because he's already in jail. So he's already guilty. Right, right. He's already mm-hmm. done 19 years. Mm-hmm. And it's going to really be hard 
to convince people that he's done 19 and let's give this brother a shot. But I can tell you what we could do. And here's my thing. Recently, I've been telling people to start taking jury duty. All my Africans, blacks, white people who think they're black. So when you when you when you when you get that jury card in the mail and you throw it away, mm-hmm. someone is going to jail because you didn't show up because you could have had the knowledge to free this man because everybody doesn't think the same. When you throw that card away, you are locking someone up because what do we say? Oh man, I ain't got time for the fucking jury duty. But then we always complain that the justice system is fucked up. But we have to start doing jury duty to prevent things like Brandon going to jail and other other men and women across this country. And here's what I want to challenge my white people who think they're black, my black people and Spanish people and Chinese people who think they're black, or your nationality. If a person is in on trial and they're not in there for armed robbery, rape, or anything violent, I want you to say not guilty to give that motherfucker another chance at life because we all deserve another chance. We all deserve it. We've all have been have all done something. Some things are easy to get out of. Some things they're not. But we have to start going to jury duty. So my question now to you is, I'm split down the middle on, because we can't convince our audience in 40, 45 minutes to write a letter or give money, right? But they're going to do something for me because I'm about to ask them. Do you have an email or a phone number to say that we could call to give Brandon some type of credibility, to give Brandon that we could call and say, can we please give this brother another shot at life? Do you have that type of Okay, so if you have Uh, that. Go ahead. Yes, sir. On Facebook, uh, if you... uh Search Brandon Jamal Baker. I just opened his uh, Facebook page to the public. If you're mm-hmm. looking for me, my name is Andrea Sunshine is King. You can add me on his page. Uh, my page is private for my own personal reasons. But under the name of Brandon Jamal Baker on Facebook, uh, you could leave any type of messages uh, or, or, or pri- you could leave messages on the wall or private message me or if you're looking for for him personally. Also, you can write to the prison, uh, which is at uh, the San Diego Donovan Correctional Facility. You can write to prison directly. You can write letters to the governor of California on his behalf. And also, I'm going to put up a petition, which you can just uh, type your name and share it if you would like to, uh, you know, to just ask uh, for uh, to give, be given a second chance at life. And one more thing, sir, I would just like to address is that you said you don't know if this woman is telling the truth or, or if he's, she's telling a lie. Mm-hmm. That this woman, this woman knows him. She said she didn't know him, so that's a lie right there. She's married right. to his girlfriend's children's father. She knows who he is. She has motive to do this. Okay, and I understand. also, 
right? And also in the story that she told, she said that he started contacting her, which I have his Facebook password. I have all the information. I have the, the fact that she sent him a friend request. He blocked her and her, her husband on social media. They were both harassing him, not the other way around. All right, so let me ask now, do you know why it got to harassment? Why was they harassing him? He's been locked up for 19 yes. years? Yes, they, okay. they, started, they started harassing him because of his girlfriend at the time, Laura Campos. Uh, this man, Travis Neal, has three children with the girl that Brandon was associated with by the name of Laura Campos. Okay. So they got into it about the children. Brandon suggested something about the children or, you know, something about parenting. And so the guy, Travis Neal, started harassing him and telling him, you don't tell me this, that, and the third about my children and who are you, you locked up. And just because you're dating so on and so forth, you ha- they got into it behind the children. Okay, let me express Now, Brandon was still dating someone and was locked up? Yes. He had a girlfriend by the name of Laura Campos. Laura okay. Campos has three children with Travis Neal. Travis Neal is married to Christina Neal, the woman okay. that came out with this story. She right. Married okay. Him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious because when you say he's locked up for 19, I'm like, how the fuck did to get a girl? Well, men in prison have girlfriends. They have yeah. Pals, they have wives. They have wives. They still have conjugal visits. You know, if they're married and so on and so forth. So he was, you know, having a relationship with this woman. And then that's who this man is, and then that's who this woman is that came out with this story. So she knows. Oh, wow, this is crazy. It is crazy, and it's it's just it's satanic, it's evil that they would want to see him in jail, and that's why she she they know that he's up for parole for the first time in 19 years. Right. So, oh, he's a threat to society. If you go back and look at the story, I shared the story with you, but you can also see the story on the Facebook page of Brandon Jamal Baker. There's a story that this woman put out, and she said, oh, he's a threat to society. He threatened to rape me and said something about my child, and I don't know who this person is. She's a liar. She knows who he is. You're married to his girlfriend's baby daddy. Right. Well, He's I a liar. you for putting all your time and effort in this. And my fans, my fans are truly, truly going to do what they can to make this possible because it's really nothing. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard this young lady's story about Brandon. So because we like to give people a chance, because you guys know how I care about people and I just love people and I just want to help everybody if I can. I swear to God, I wish all y'all had a TK on your motherfucking shoulder to to help <laughs> you from right and wrong. To, you know what I mean? I really do. Okay. I'm going to take a break real quick. I'm going to give up. Um, I got to promote something. To um, Moines, Iowa, Grand Rapids, Iowa. Um, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, come to see my show at Uptown Live, 1323 First Avenue um, in Des Moines Hour. Please call for tickets at Erico 319-826-1675. I will be in your city um, this Saturday having a good time at um, Funny on First Uptown Live, 1323 First Avenue. Okay, then also, 
Um, it's getting serious, right? It's coming up, ladies and gentlemen. You already know how I move. April 24th. Let me repeat it. April 24th. It goes down in my hometown. Uh, well, not my hometown. Next to my hometown. I grew up in Jersey City, New Jersey, and I'm coming home to do a great show. All right. So on Wednesday, April 24th, come check me out at 78 Lounge in New Jersey, um, 1564 Union Avenue in Union, Jersey, New Jer- in Union, New Jersey. Um, phone number, make your reservations down. This thing is almost sold out. Uh, area code 908 267 Seven six two eight, and then um, Thursday, April twenty fifth through that Sunday, Baltimore, Maryland. You are on the map at the world famous Baltimore Comedy Factory. Make sure you call and get your tickets for that as well. And let me see if I have their phone number offhand, real quick. And then we're going to talk about the um, oh, Erico four one zero. Five four seven 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 nine eight. And repeat it for the Baltimore Comedy Factory, April twenty fifth through the twenty eighth. I'm Erico four one zero five four seven 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 nine eight. And let's not forget about our credit game because I've been telling you guys about working on your credit, and that is so important to me that you guys deal with my friend Cheryl Anderson. All right, the power of credit. Make sure you guys work on restoring your credit until you get lower interest rates and earn additional income in this growing industry. She'll teach you how to, if you want to work, trying to find a job. They do all this stuff. They'll teach you the secrets of financial literacy and master the power of credit. So I need you guys to deal with that, and let me give you her phone number. Okay, her phone number is area code 678-770-2100. Seven two again, Cheryl Anderson. Here it goes six seven eight seven seven zero two one seven two. Let her know that TK Kirkland sent you, and that you want to work on your credit and get it together. So okay, Doc, we're back. Yes, yeah, so we got. I want you to repeat one more time the information to my fans and now your fans can call. Um, can call for Brandon. Go on Facebook for Brandon and sign the petition, okay? Yes. Um, I'll have the petition up within 48 hours if you just give me a minute to get that up and running. Okay. Um, but the, the name is Brandon Jamal Baker, and it's on it's uh, the page. Is, it's a Facebook page. And if you can, you know, just a dollar or two dollars from a, a whole bunch of people would help to get legal representation to pursue this woman and as well to help him defend himself, you know, with a parole board. So there's a, a, a GoFundMe page available there on Brandon Jabal Baker's Facebook page. And my name, again, is Andrea King, but under Facebook, I'm Andrea Sunshine King. So you can add me or tag me or inbox me, but my personal Facebook page is not available for the public. Okay, sweetheart. Well, we want to thank you for reaching out to me and to all my fans, everybody who listens, even to you, young lady. You have no idea how much I appreciate you guys because I didn't know that I had this type of effect on you guys and to take all the pain and the experience 
I've gone through in my lifetime to share it with you, to better people's lives, to help them make great choices is such a, a phenomenal thing. And I will continue, as long as there's breath in my body, to try to help as many of you guys out before I transcend to the other side. I just want you all to know that I love you all from a, a way that no brother can truly love you. I just want you to know that all my experience in life, I used as bricks to help build the home because every brick they threw at me, I used it to to get to a higher, higher level. And I would never let nothing come in between me to stop me from giving my blessing because, like I said, over the last few weeks, I was truly tested on my discipline. And I know at the end of this, the man up above is truly going to give me Um, exactly what I need to continue to get to a higher level, to continue to take care of my family, and to continue taking care of the people who I truly love. Because I love you, young lady. I love my fans. I love everybody that is grinding every day. Remember, there's 365 tries. I'm going to say it again. You get 365 tries every day, every, uh, every year to accomplish your goal. It's not three strikes, 365. I wish you guys the best, young lady. I hope my fans come through for you. To everyone who's listening, from everybody from Japan to the streets of London to Compton, California, to my hometown, Jersey City, New Jersey, I love you guys. May you live your life to the fullest, and may your pain be champagne. You already know what it is. You already know who you're speaking to. Key to the motherfucking K. We out in the building, baby. God bless you, sweetie. Thank you, sir. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.